Within us all, there resides a hero. We just have to learn how to tap in and unleash the power inside. Kylie Ann Bowers is the founder of Mind Your Hero. And this podcast is the mind foot you need to transform your mindset, manifest your desires, and live a life filled with magic. Each episode inspires you to discover your dreams and equips you with the tools and courage you need to transform your life. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks for hitting play. Now, let's begin. Hello to all the heroes listening to this podcast. I am super delighted to be introducing you to the lovely Charlotte Robson today, who is a founder of the Authentic Girls Club. And the Authentic Girls Club brings women together to be able to think differently and grow. I have been honored to do a guest speaking talk and Charlotte really has curated the most wonderful group of women. So I am very excited to chat to her today about her story and allow you to be enlightened by her path that she's led. Today, we'll be focusing a lot on motherhood in business, but also just about life in general. And I think Charlotte has created such a beautiful brand and does amazing things. So Charlotte, welcome to the Mind Your Hero podcast. Oh, thank you so much. It's so wonderful to be here. It really, really is. So (laughs) we have three rapid fire questions just before we start. And what I would like to know from you is if you had a superpower, what would it be? Oh, that is such a good question. And I was actually thinking about this recently. And I think I would love to be able to go back in time and relive a memory. Ooh, beautiful. So, yeah, kind of shoot backwards and just relive something twice. <laughs> beautiful. If you could change one thing in the school syllabus, now I know this is a big question, but if you could change one thing in the school syllabus, what would it be? Oh, absolutely. More self-development so that we don't get to this point in life. And I feel like I'm kind of doing quite a lot of unknitting of things that I've picked up through society. And I think having self-development in in the school in schools would just be incredible and more so. And I think it is coming more so, isn't it, for mm-hmm. sure? love that and then lastly how are you the hero of your own life oh love that question um okay so I'm gonna say I post motherhood kind of lost myself and I think regaining my sense of self has made me my own hero and I've built myself back up again and that's made me feel really quite proud (laughs) beautiful and I thought that I would ask you that question last because I knew it was going to be something along those lines and it kind of leads us so beautifully into today's topic and you know we're going to be talking about building yourself up and the whole reason Mind Your Hero exists and the name came to me as Mind Your Hero is because I came across a quote and it said she needed a hero so that's what she became. And I absolutely love that because it really is a quintessential essence of what Mind Your Hero is. It's about not trying to find an external source to pick you up and fix you. It's about finding the power within yourself to really believe that you are worth the life that you desire. So let's talk about where you were when you were so lost and what had happened. And let's go there. Yeah. Let's relive that memory. Yeah. By the way, I just love that quote. That is just everything, isn't it? And building your business on that. I just love that. Um, for me, I'd never really found what I wanted to do. And I'd kind of gone from 
jobs enjoying it like but never really found my purpose or my passion and I think I always in the back of my mind thought hoped that I would become a mum and I would be a stay-at-home mum if possible that would that was my dream and I wanted to spend that time with with my children and like so grateful that I did have children and I got to, to live that and I kind of I think in my head then a few years kind of rolled by and obviously I was loving it I was loving spending all my time with them but my goodness was it hard and I just reached this point where I was just getting really frustrated and it took me a long time to pinpoint what it was and it, it was this need for something else and to have that something more for me and I was just in this place where I couldn't pinpoint where to start or what that looked like because I'd almost put myself in this box of wanting to be a stay-at-home mum, thinking that's where I should be. And obviously there was just so much more that I had to explore. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that would be listening to this, a lot of clients come to me and they're in a very similar situation to what you were then. What are the action steps that you took to get out of that space? Because a lot of people are like, I'm stuck, but I don't know how to move forward. So what were the questions you started asking yourself or how did you start navigating that to get to where you are today? Yeah, so I I started kind of thinking, I was feeling left behind I think I think that was one of the things because I was um, obviously watching other friends going back to work after maternity leave and sort of baby groups were evolving and I was just feeling that left behind and I thought right what do I need to do to gain that something for me and that outlet and I thought I shouldn't I don't think I'm alone in what I'm thinking and I thought you know what, I'm just gonna and I, I remember it was literally like a switch one day that I was like right take some action I'm gonna set up an Instagram and I had no real purpose of it other than to reach out and um put my thoughts out there really and just share our real life like you know the kind of the life that you want to share but it's kind of doesn't come naturally because you feel like you do have to I don't know not you have to be a certain way. yeah 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 so I was like no more sugar coating let's just let's just see how this goes so that was my first big step and I remember I literally grabbed my daughters my husband our two dogs we went into the garden I was like right guys I need a picture so that I actually start this <laughs> and I put the camera on the timer and I was like right, everyone just run into the frame and let's hope for the best so that's exactly what we did and I went over to see the picture and see what it looked like and my husband said he was um obviously hadn't even walked to the camera he was like if you're going to share our real life then that's the picture that you need to put on there and that mentality was such a shift for me because I was like yeah why am I looking at a picture to decide whether it's good enough I was like that was the real moment that I want to share and I think that was such a pinnacle part of my story when I kind of just stopped pretending and I was like let's just set out on this journey of sharing the true me a little bit more and my thoughts and I, I set out to help people and I didn't realize how much writing and sharing in that way would really help me too and it helped me find myself again and it didn't stop there was a lot of comfort zone push, pushes along the way where I remember hovering over post buttons and then just going oh just press it <laughs> 
how do you find that inner confidence to just press that post button? Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, I wish I could just start. But what I love about your story is that it's like, I don't have to consider if this is good enough. This is how we are. This is who I am. This is my family. And, you know, how did you find that confidence or what mindset shifts did you have to have in order to just press the button? I think it was the point in time where I knew I just had to do something and I did it took a lot of trust because I didn't know what it looked like I didn't know whether that was the right thing to do the wrong thing to do but I knew I had this feeling where I was like I can't sit in this frustration anymore because I felt it building and you know the person who took the brunt of it was my husband because he'd take take our daughters out and I wouldn't know how to fill that hour that he'd take them out for and I just burn myself out. I do all the washing, all the all these jobs that didn't even massively, you know, they weren't important. I should have put, been putting myself first, but I didn't know how to do that. And I think that was alarm bells for me that the only person who can make a change here is me. Mm. And I can't. It was hard to swallow, but I was like, I have got to do something about it, and I can't just keep batting this away and. It does take courage, but I think being proud of that every step you take, that really helped me to, I kind of think I unknowingly at the time looked at it, right, take the picture, that's the next step. <laughs> find that what to write with it, that's the next step, be proud of that part. Then hovering over that button, five, four, three, two, one, click it. <laughs> <laughs> Just go for it. And then I think I had this mentality as well, like obviously Instagram is quite a, an interesting place to be, isn't it? And I thought if I received one like, that meant that I'd potentially help one person by just speaking a little bit more from my truth. And I never lost that part either because there was ups and downs of Instagram and, you know, go through the motions of it, don't we? But I thought if I can still just reach out and help one person by that, then I've done my job. Beautiful, beautiful. So I love how you took action because I always say that action creates clarity, whereas thinking creates overthinking and you can overthink something, but unless you putting yourself out there, taking the action, nothing's ever going to happen. I love that you said that you had to realize that you needed to put yourself first. And I know as a mom, because I'm becoming a mom and even putting myself first at the moment and, you know, navigating the identity shift between CEO, business owner to becoming a mom, that's been quite challenging. But I think a lot of moms, because I've dealt with a lot of moms, have a lot of mom guilt for putting themselves first. So can we talk about that? Because I think putting yourself first is the best thing you could possibly do, because then you can give more back to your children. You can give more back to your husband and you can ultimately have a happier home environment, which is what you're actually trying to achieve when you're putting everybody else's needs first. So let's talk more about that. Oh, absolutely. And if I'm totally honest, I still battle this one to this day. And I think there is so much guilt around us putting ourselves first that it instantly feels selfish. And like you say, it's actually, I, I like to switch it and be like, it's selfless. Like when I think that actually, if I rest or put myself first, I can do exactly that. I can give more. It kind of shifted that in my brain. And I, I do physically have to still do that to, to this day because it is so deep rooted in us, isn't it? That we don't put ourselves first. We look after everybody else. And I think that thing for us gets put so far down on our to-do list that we never, never reach it. So we've not done it for so long. And for me, I, 
I think I one of the things that built was I wasn't feeling fulfilled in any of the time that I I spent alone or with friends. Not love mm-hmm. my friends so much, but I just felt that I needed that something else, and it, I wasn't getting it anywhere. And that was obviously my purpose and my, my passion that has turned into the Authentic Girls Club. But that I think it was it was just reserving even 10 minutes a day to myself to think even reading two pages of a book because I'm not a fast reader <laughs> I'm a pretty slow reader and I <laughs> and I remember yeah and it was even that like I felt like if I was going to start reading again like I'd have to read the whole book in a week's time and putting all of this pressure on myself and I was I think I just removed that pressure and thought I'm just going to try some new things and figure out how I want to spend that time on my own because I'd lost what that looked like because it it changed since becoming a mum I think beforehand you'd you'd go out and I'd, what would I do I'm trying to think now <laughs> <laughs> but you know and your, your wants and needs I think change after motherhood and it's about reconnecting and finding what are those things that you find enjoyable now that you can mm-hmm rejuvenate from I suppose rather than burn yourself out with by going out and having a drink and feeling worse the next day and that kind of thing and how do you manage your time as CEO of business founder of the authentic girls club and being a mom and being a wife and you know all of these different components how do you find time to manage that because I know that there's a lot of women that especially after COVID are in a position where they're wanting to perhaps start something. And I know that there are a lot of heart-centered entrepreneurs in the making listening to this currently that would love to be able to just start. So, and I also know that there's a lot of limiting beliefs coming up of like, oh, but I'm a mom and I can't do that and all of that. So how do you juggle? And what would you say to people that are in a position where they they want to start something, but they just don't know how to manage and juggle all of the identities? Yeah. So time was a huge one. That was my biggest excuse for not starting or not doing anything back when I was feeling really stuck. And I just, but I haven't got time. I haven't got time for myself, let alone like doing anything else. And I suppose the hard reality is I've probably got a similar amount of time now, but I'm just using it much more intentionally. And that's not happened, you know, overnight. That's happened with me mostly in my journal being like Charlotte what on earth do you actually want (laughs) and I have these conversations in my journal what do you want how do you want to spend your time and that really helped me get towards obviously my vision for the Authentic Girls Club I remember probably setting it up it was maybe 20% the business stuff 80% in my journal asking myself what is it (laughs) I was like what I'd wake up one day and I'd be so so clear and then I'd wake up the next and I'd be like what on earth am I doing what is this and that has taken patience and it's taken step by step and I think it's really important that we realize what chapter we're on what day we're on you know and not jump ahead because that's where the pressure comes and Mm. I'm very much in that now that when I start to feel myself racing ahead, feeling like I should have done this by now or that by now, like, no, right. The present moment is the most important thing. And if I've got an hour ahead of me that, you know, the girls are doing something else, like how can I spend this hour and get really intentional with it? Beautiful. 
And what a powerful question to ask yourself, what do I want? How often do we stop and just say, well, what do I want in the situation? Because we've got so many societal beliefs saying, oh, this is what you'll want. Oh, this is what you need. Oh, this is what you need to do. And very seldomly we stop to ask, but what is it that I want? That is amazing. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And it's so unnatural in the beginning, I think. And that was a shift in itself to be like, it's okay to, to let this out in a book and a journal and I remember first writing with a pen and I'd not written with a pen for so long and I was like god my arm is like aching <laughs> it's crazy I know from journaling as well like there's some days where I'll just do my hero journal prompts and it's like just to keep me on track but then there's other days like recently where I've needed to go into deep stuff do a lot of generational healing and things like that and your arm at the end of it's like wow it's not used to this kind of life anymore like an exercise in its own isn't it it's like gym tick there we go (laughs) definitely so obviously mind your hero is a huge believer in journaling it sounds like you've done a lot of journaling to get to where you are talk to us about that practice and how you started because I know obviously we've got the hero journal which really does help people start a journaling practice because I know Everyone talks about journaling, but then when it comes to you journaling, it's like, but I don't know how to do this. So how did you start? How did you implement this practice into your daily routine? And what what has it allowed you to do? And do you still use it? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Um, So actually, a member of mine in in the Authentic Girls Club, she's so wonderful. And she reminded me, actually, that like, it's uncomfortable in the beginning, because I think you're when your thoughts are in the in your head they're in like no one else can see them can they and almost putting them in a, in a book and even though you know no one's going to read it <laughs> it's like they're somewhere else and that can feel a bit of a shift in the beginning and if you are somebody that wants to manifest your dream life but have no idea on how to start i would highly recommend joining our free manifestation masterclass using the link in our show notes below by understanding your mind, body, and soul, you will be able to manifest on autopilot. And I cannot wait to see the experience that you have when you understand the mechanics on how you can effectively manifest with so much fun, ease, and grace. Join now and let me know your results by tagging us on Instagram at mindyourhero. I think if I'm honest, when I first started journaling, it was a bit more business related in terms of what what do I want? So it didn't feel as intense in terms of feelings. And then I got much deeper. And when I kind of found that as an outlet, it was just so powerful. And I got to the point where I was just waking up in the morning and simply asking myself, how are you feeling today, Charlotte? And I'm the kind of journaler that would then be like I'm okay thank you Charlotte and then I'd be like but are you really though and I'd have to write that out to start a conversation with myself (laughs) um so it's quite interesting looking back I'm like oh (laughs) um so I think that really got me off the starting line with it and I, I think it just created that headspace like I think if it was then it moved from feeling a little bit unsafe on the page to then being like no this is my safe space now and it's somewhere that's out of my head and it gave me more room to to be a mom to be all of these different things and the balance thing it's a hard one isn't it because I think we almost think that even balance is a should isn't it how it should look and it shouldn't look anyway because you can't be in all places at once exactly 
And I think when I'm got my business hat on, I have to remove the guilt physically from myself to be like, no, I've gained this few hours. It's on me now. These are the hours that I requested and I really wanted not having guilt get in the way of that. I'm going to do that. And then I almost have to give myself a couple of minutes before then stepping into motherhood again and just have a few deep breaths, press that reset button if I need to and move into the next phase. Or then obviously when the children are in bed, time with my husband and yeah it's a balancing act for sure beautiful I really love that and you ask yourself a question and I was listening to a podcast with um Stephen Bartlett and Jordan Peterson the other day which is the diary of the CEO amazing podcast and Jordan Peterson spoke about what is the one question that somebody can ask you that will really make you think. And it's just the simple words of how are you, but how are you really feeling? And I think, again, we we have so many emotions that we suppress because we don't check in with ourselves and we don't ask ourselves, how am I really doing? Not just on the surface level, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, everything's good, everything's fine. Or as the Irish always say, yeah, it's all grand. Mm -hmm. Um, How are you really feeling? How are you really doing? That is a profound question. And it's something so simple. Yeah, absolutely. And I think to get there, that's why I have to have that conversation, because that's how you would speak to a friend, isn't it? If you see that they're not looking themselves, or, you know, they're looking burnt out, or they just look exhausted and, and fed up, like, you'd be like but how, how are you? And you ask it in a different way, don't you? And I think we almost have to do that with ourselves to get it out, don't we? And the amount of times that I know something is bubbling and it's complete when it comes out on the page, it's completely different when I peel back the layers to what I think it is. And that to me was just incredible. And I think that's definitely re- like affirmed my love of journaling. <laughs> well, I think for me as well, I often have conversations in my head. I'm like, oh, I'm so past journaling because I know I get to that point as well, where we think we know everything mm-hmm. and we have this conversation in our head and yet something's still not up. And then when you actually go and journal, you're like, oh, oh, this was actually the problem that I couldn't see before. And now that it's out there on paper, it seems so silly, but that was what was calling, causing all of this anxiety or this anger or this heaviness. And you think that it's something else because you just, in your thoughts, your subconscious is trying to protect you. Mm-hmm. And you only actually having a conversation with your conscious mind. Whereas when you put pen to paper, that is the key to the unconscious. And that's where it all just bubbles out and over. And you're like, oh, wow, that is interesting. Where did that come from? Yeah, definitely. And it is so so needed to get I mean a lot of the things that I think journaling brought me down to when I got down to the nitty-gritty always came down to my self-worth and I, I remember experiencing a bit of sadness at one point I thought god I've really put myself down over the years and like not felt worthy of a lot of things and Ooh. yeah I remember like it was it was a few weeks of sadness because for myself that I'd done that and as much as it was sad it was really powerful and I think it's that's just I'm still working on my self-worth today (laughs) but I think that is literally from putting myself at the bottom of the pile and that's where I am so passionate about about self-development because that's that's how I've been my own hero I've got myself 
out of that. <laughs> that is beautiful. So talking about self-empowerment and self-development, what is the Authentic Girls Club? If, you know, people are wanting to find out more, what does the Authentic Girls Club allow people to do and who, who is it for? Yeah, amazing. So um, yeah, we're an online, uh, an online platform, so a membership for women who want to come together and think differently and just have real conversations. And we have uh, virtual meetups, which we do exactly that. We have convers real conversations. We do breakout rooms, do lots of fun things. Um, we have journaling sessions, which are really powerful. We get in our pajamas, like grab a cup of tea, journal it out together. And then we also have self-development learnings, um, which obviously, uh, uh, it was February, wasn't it? That you came in and obviously taught us all about manifestation, which was just incredible. So we really sort of delve deeper once a month into a self-development learning. And, you know, it's, it's for women who are feeling stuck, who want to be surrounded by like-minded women who want to lift them up and it's a really powerful place for that because the small wins are things that we don't celebrate enough and they were the things that I found so much power in and when I started to be proud of the little things that led on to the bigger things and mm. you sometimes get onto the bigger things and then you get there and then you're like no I need to go back to the small things again and be proud of those and go <laughs> I was actually having this conversation with somebody the other day that it always goes back to basics and we start building ourselves up and we feel like we need to get more complicated and more high level, but everything, building a business, being a mom, being a wife, being anything always goes back down to basics. Yes. Always, always, always. And I think that's the biggest piece of advice I would say to anybody listening to this is kiss. Keep it super simple. <laughs> Don't overcomplicate things because life is complicated in itself and the more you can simplify it, the more you can streamline, the easier it gets to be. Yes, 100%. And it is, the, it is the simple little things, isn't it? I think we're always chasing that something that we don't know what it looks like. And it's in the little things. I'm like, I wish I knew that a few years ago. Like, you know, you <laughs> and I think that's why, again, I'm such a huge advocate for gratitude, because I think there's a big misunderstanding of gratitude people are like but if I'm grateful for this then it means that I don't want to attain more and that's not what gratitude is gratitude is I appreciate that I have I, I, I'm so grateful that there's beautiful flowers in the garden that I get to look at every day and everything's blossoming and blooming in Dublin and it's beautiful it is so so beautiful and it's just that appreciation and it's the gratitude that I can live such an incredible life and know that this is the worst it could be but how incredible if this is the worst it could be how incredible is life right now yeah. Th that's something that I always remind myself that that you do want more it's naturally programmed in us to want to attain more and to go out and to get more but if you're not grateful for this you're not going to be happy for that and you're not going to enjoy the journey and you're going to burn yourself out and you're not going to enjoy the view when you get to the top that is so true isn't it and it's almost that I think as as women as well I remember obviously being in that being a stay-at-home mom and feeling grateful that I could be that there was something that stopped me feeling like I could want more mm. you know, and that that was really interesting because we can like we and that's shifted for me like I can be grateful but still want more and that's okay and that was really powerful because I think that almost tries to keep us safe doesn't it that thought of 
I'm grateful in what I've got and I can't go after more <laughs> or you know and it's both it's being grateful and it's taking these little tiny wonderful steps of action and celebrating the little things to to go after the life that we want to live and know that that is possible definitely yeah yeah I have nothing more to say on that but <laughs> I think if anybody is listening to this and you need a permission slip, here's your permission slip that yes. you get to be grateful and want more and you deserve it because you are worthy enough just because you exist. No reasons, no preconditions, just you are enough because you exist. Yes, I love that. There's um, an affirmation that I, oh my gosh, I feel like it's going to go up. What is it that I say? Um, my worth is not something I need to prove. It's who I am. Ooh. Oh, just, just repeat that again. People need to write this one yeah. down. <laughs> Go again. My worth is something I don't need to prove. It's who I am. Oh, beautiful. That is powerful. Yeah. And I, I've said that to myself. I put my affirmations literally when, when I'm brushing my teeth, like literally a little scrap piece of paper, stick it on the mirror, per, imperfect action. And I just read it to myself every morning and night. And that literally, it's such a big shift because we so yeah the worth thing is huge isn't it and we're going after feeling like we need to be a certain way and the magic is inside of us and it's who we really are that we suppress for so long that we shouldn't like bring it out (laughs) yes I agree well Charlotte do you have any last comments or anything that you'd like to say but yeah just anything um I don't think so this has been so wonderful to have this chat and thank you so much for having me on on the podcast Oh, it's such a pleasure. So last question, where can people find you? How can they follow you? How can they get more involved with the Authentic Girls Club if that's what they would like to do? Absolutely. So we are on social media at uh, the Authentic Girls Club. Uh, we're on Instagram, just newly onto TikTok, Pinterest and all of the ones. <laughs> Instagram is our, our main handle. Um, and I also have Kat working with me as well, which is amazing. Um, and yeah, come and check out what we're doing. We have uh, the website, which is www.theauthenticgirlsclub.com. And yeah, we're opening the doors again for the club at the end of April. So that's really okay. exciting. And we have a little challenge that we're working on, which is all to do with mornings and building ourselves up. So, yeah, if you want to check out more, then head to those handles. <laughs> awesome. We'll also just link those in the show notes so that if anybody does want to check them out, it's easily accessible. But Charlotte, thank you so much for your time today. I always love talking to you and your energy is always just so radiant. So thank you so much for sharing with, with us today. And we'll definitely be chatting soon. Definitely. Thank you so much. And I feel the same. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Hero podcast. We hope it's lit a fire within you to go after and achieve your dreams. If you loved this episode, we'd be honored if you would leave a review and share it with your friends on social media. As a thank you for sharing in our dream to inspire millions across the globe, we'll gift you a guided meditation that will allow you to step into the power of your inner hero faster than you could ever imagine. For daily inspiration, be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Mind Your Hero. We've absolutely adored our time together on this episode and look forward to you tuning in again. Until next time, we wish you a magic-filled week.